me every single time that you call me it's hero i do that to everybody okay i, I well, made the I mistake guess I'm not special i guess okay well i shit. made the mistake of doing that once in an asian person's house hmm and that's how i answered the phone when they answered i got a lot of looks <laughs> it was very awkward <laughs> that's very racist I knew you weren't I mean, like trying to be, but this it's just is like, how I answer the phone. It was just very awkward because it was like I look like a piece of shit. Yeah, they, they were like, "Is this?" I, guy? I I understand why you're looking at me. Is this? Guy I don't even racist? blame you. Uh, I would have loved seeing that in person because I would have walked out of the room laughing my ass off. Oh, there was somebody there with me, and he was like, "Did you really just do that?" <laughs> no, I didn't. My bad. Dog. I was like, "I did. I I did that." That Maybe. was fully fully intentional. But that's also how I answer the phone, so might be. So no, no spoilers. We're not doing spoilers tonight. No spoilers. How do you feel after watching Volume Two of Stranger Things? I could cry. I did cry. I did not. I cried romantic because it was just ah oh, fucking a. I, I called it. I did. We both definitely called it. We both definitely called it. We nailed it on the... All right, well, there's some shit that we were... Can we talk about the things that we were wrong about no. real quick? No, that's still a spoiler. Okay. Well, shit. Cause it, it's a spoiler because, I mean, there's things that were said and things that weren't said. I'm yeah. doing my best not to give any spoilers here. So, yeah, <laughs> we, we do agree. No context. Give, yeah, no spoilers, nothing like that. It's just like... I haven't been good for the past few days. My voice is cracked. I have not been good for the past few days. <laughs> I just, I want to fucking cry. You I'm can just... tell my wife's not pregnant anymore because she didn't cry at all. Really? I mean, she hasn't watched Stranger Things. She just sat there on the couch while I was finishing it. Because I was like, the two episodes came out. You want me to go to bed, but I am finishing these fucking episodes tonight. Dude, I'm just so, alright, listen to, okay. Did I tell you what I did? To no. get ready for the... So, I got up at 3, because the show came out at 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right? I got to be at the lake with my fiance's family at, like, 12 to 1 p.m. We had to head... Yeah. We didn't get there till 5, because the traffic was fucking ridiculous, but... Why didn't you just let her drive and you watch the episodes? Trust me, it was a thing. And but so I, I get feel up like at, that's the most simple way to do this. <laughs> Trust me, I still had to drive. <laughs> so it was 3 p.m., I mean 3 a.m., I got up, went to our brand new 4K TV, okay? Mm -hmm. I went to it, I clicked Stranger Things. It says new episodes available, but they were not available on the TV. I was like, what the fuck? I guess, random. I guess it might not work. So I went to bed. I woke up at 5.30, went back out there to put it on the TV. Was not out there. It wasn't on the TV. Still said new episodes, but they weren't on the fucking Netflix. So I woke up at 7.30, went back out there to check again. Not a fucking thing. It was still the old episodes. <laughs> I was getting pissed. I'm like, I'm on a time crunch. This is horseshit. So I went into my office, my studio, which I got a new monitor. It's sick. It's nice. It's sleek. It is curved. I went in and I was like, maybe, just maybe, it might be that TV. I hit Netflix. There they were. <laughs> Why didn't you just try that to begin with? I, I don't know. That's I the first tired. thing I would have tried. I was tired. I would have been like, you know what? I'm going to save it on the computer. I would watch it on like, the big 4K well, TV. You, you can't. The TV in the living room wanted to watch it on the big TV. Your TV's 4K. a peanut butter falcon. Uh, well, not, okay. Well, actually, yes, because every time I turn it on, it automatically sets to uh, live sport, sporting events, and it's always you baseball. You love live sports. I know I don't, and it's always you baseball. Love them. So I'm just like, okay. You love well, baseball the most. I hate baseball. 
at not the most, but at least second place. That's very rude. So baseball was, is very boring to watch. <laughs> but I got on like on my computer. I watched the first episode, and then my brother showed up, and I'm trying to. I'm like, I don't know, 45 minutes into the second episode. He gets here. Nikki wakes up. We have to start getting ready for the lake. I'm trying to like get in my office and watch it on downtimes as we're packing. I'm watching like five minutes at a time. Like, hey, must be late. Well, I tried that. Didn't work. Did not work at all. See, that always works for me. So my little brother being late everywhere. I would would not mind being late. I don't give a shit about being late. I love being late to things because that means that everyone's already there. You don't have the awkward moment of waiting for other people to get there. I, I get to places late on purpose. Like that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, no. I would, Other than movies, we're not being late to a fucking. I movie. love canceling on things that have massive amounts of groups of things I don't want to do. What like, a dick. I, well, I mean, if it's something like, "Hey, we're all going to the bar tonight. You want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, let's go to the bar." I don't want to go to the bar. Then like with you, you it's yeah. different. I generally do want to go. Why did you say yeah then? But like, cause I'm like, maybe some they'll cancel. <laughs> I don't Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> if I don't want to so, go, I'm gonna tell you no. And then everyone's at the bar and like, where are you at? And I was like, I just don't want to come. <laughs> I sent a text what message. A dick. So, whoopsie. Um, what we're talking? About? Oh yeah, so Stranger Things, and my little brother is laughing at me because he knows how important it was to me to watch this, and he's like, you're never gonna get to watch it because right when I get to the lake. There is no service. There's none. <laughs> there's no Wi-Fi? There, no, there's no Wi-Fi. They, they intentionally have that at that lake house Why? so people can that put their awful. phone down and enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and, but do I like these people? Like, how you, much do I like these people? You haven't met them, so... Well, I'm saying in general, like... Would you I like better them? really like you. If I'm putting my phone, yeah, down. I mean, I and even I, then, like the I like my them, memes, so I'm and like, like man, when I'm really... taking a shit, I like to look at memes. So no, if there's no service or Wi-Fi, I'm not going. <laughs> I mean, like I, I didn't have know lived that until I got there. I have lived in places with no service or Wi-Fi. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> That's I did not my an time. I did my time. I am good. You put it until you the put government in the collapses. I'm going to go to a massive civil war. I'm going to get all the fucking Wi-Fi I can get. I'm going to consume it all. You know, like in uh, South Park when Stan finally gets porn? That's me. The internet. Yeah. That's going to be me. I believe that. I believe actually like, you I'm probably are all the Stan as a father. I can. I'm Stan when it comes to the whole, like, I didn't hear I no didn't bell. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, G-Force. Oh, my God. I do want to... We're going to talk G-Fuel. about that in a minute. That's it. Not G-Fuel, G-Fuel. What not the G-Force. fuck is G-Force? But... So when we get there, I finally get the opportunity because we laid in bed. I had four bars in that room. That's impressive. Four bars. I watched it. Nikki was laying next to me. There was a scene where I cried and she could feel it because I was trying not to cry loud. (laughs) But she could feel it. And she I think she didn't want to acknowledge that that was happening. But I quickly like wiped the tears away. (laughs) I got through it. So. Holy See, my shit. wife would be like, why are you crying? And I'd be like, stop. Stop it. <laughs> Don't look scene. at me. Don't look at me. It was a sad scene. And I'm still not over it. Just still not. I watch, <laughs> I've watched this scene multiple times. And for the people that why have seen you? Stranger Things, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Non-spoiler part, I have watched the rock out scene multiple times because it was badass. Dude, same. It is so sick. That was sick. metal as fuck. That was metal as fuck. I, my favorite part, though, is when they... Oh, wait. I don't want to spoil it. No spoilers, no god spoilers, damn it. god fuck. Can you guys just watch it so we can talk about it? Oh, my god. <laughs> I think after, what, two weeks we can talk about it? Um, I feel like that's a, that's a subtle amount of time. I'm watching sure, um, we'll say, Multiverse no, of say Madness tomorrow. Three works. You haven't seen it yet? No. The fuck is wrong with you? A lot of things. There's a lot of like, uh, what's it? Teasers? Easter eggs? Easter eggs, yeah. A bunch of Easter eggs towards like Evil Dead. That's what I've been told. Uh, so. It was, it was nice. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'm so excited. I Make just haven't had the better. time, man. We got this. We got work. Just make talk. fucking time. I'm trying to make fucking time, but I do. I go to bed like now. 
This is another thing I want to talk about. We record this podcast at like 10 at night. I'm usually in bed at 10. I'm very recording. busy. Nighttime is the only time I get to I know. do anything. And so we're like, that right, is we video games, anything is yeah. nighttime or the weekend. <laughs> Not even the weekend because I work Saturdays too. Yeah, that sucks, man. You got Sundays off. Really. That's it. It's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, I can take Saturdays off if I want to. I choose to work them. Yeah, that is true. You are your own boss. That's pretty nice. Yeah, how does that feel? It's, it's not too bad. Okay. Well, we're going to go but and get into <laughs> Speaking of video games, I Wait tried on. to fight Milena again, and fuck that bitch. Dude, I told you. Just give up on Elden Ring. I fucking won't. I'm going to break. I'm going to burn my house down before I give up on that game. I, I just I had to stop. I'll get it for PC and we can play it together. We could. We could definitely And I've been that. playing Tiny Tinas. Tiny, how is Tiny Tinas? It's it's pretty good so far. I haven't made it that far. I gave my character cat ears because I was like, why the fuck not? And I named him the same thing as I'm named today. Father Meow. Father Meow. Well, Father Meow, wonderful. would you like to uh, introduce to everyone who we are and what we're doing? They know who I am. I just told them. Father okay. Meow. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> fuck it. I'll do it. Welcome to the Dweller Archives, everyone. My name is Aiden, and this is Father Colton, a.k.a. Father Meow. And today, I am Aiden, the distraught and the disgusted. After all the shit I had to research for this episode, which is part two... Of the Atlanta Ripper. And the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go sure, go sure, be sure to go and check it out. We talked about the, the beginning of the Ripper, of, uh, of Atlanta, the Atlanta Ripper, and what he's done. Now recovering the suspects, the theories, the, tri- like the trial, all that fun shit today. It's not as much as information as it was in the last episode, but I felt like this stuff had to stand out on its own so we could really focus in on what kind of went on during the the trials of the two main suspects but yes we are the dweller archives before we get into that i have a subject to talk about still oh what do you want to talk about so you remember how i called you and i was like you ever wonder if women ever look at guys like pokemon cards (sighs) are we doing this or like pokemon in general (laughs) yes so I started wondering some more of that about that. Like this is on both sides too. Okay. Like if you are a man, like maybe you look at women like Pokemon as well. So I, I I asked a few people, and those people said no, but they said they're going to start doing it. <laughs> well, did I tell you how I do my day to day life? You did. So I don't want to hear shit about my <laughs> comment about the fucking Pokemon. All right. Well, because like you never know. Like maybe you're like, oh, that guy over there, he's like a. Level one Squirtle, like regular card. And then you see this other guy over here, and you're like, ooh, but that guy, that's like a holographic Mew. Like, I might I might got to get that guy, like snatch him up. I'm going to throw my Pokeball at him, and that bitch is mine. Huh. Yeah, like my wife is a holographic Charizard. Okay, let's go ahead and dive into the archives, everybody. We're going to go ahead and get into <laughs> that this episode. That is very rude to right interrupt me when I'm talking. <laughs> right after this brief word from our sponsors. Fucking asshole. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, we're back. After this bitch cut me off. My bad, dog. Actually, not my bad. Fuck you. I do what I want. That's very rude. It was very rude. I know where you live. That's actually you do. I was about to, for some reason, I was hesitant. I was like, how does he? Oh, wait, <laughs> you've been here a thousand times. Exactly. And Bo My memory likes me. sucks. My, my memory. Dude, actually, if you came to try to rob my house, I think my dogs would help you. They probably would, actually. Like, Bo would leave with me, probably. Yeah, but well, Bo would leave with anybody. He's That's literally hopped point. in a stranger's car before. I can see that. Yeah, he he just he doesn't know strangers, and he's not, he doesn't really bark. Nikki's bow barks, and he will let this a motherfucker know. Benji is just on crack, and he just runs around because he he can. But let's go ahead and get into this episode of part two of the Atlanta Ripper. Now, in the previous episode, we talked about all the murders that have happened during 
the the main portion, and when I say a main portion of these murders, you're going to understand. You'll get it. But what we learned in part one is after all these murders, there was two people that were arrested, and their names are Henry Huff and Todd Henderson. Going back to what they did in the previous episode, let's go ahead and discuss the evidence against Henry Huff. One, he was supposedly seen with Sadie the night before she was murdered, which is Sadie Holly. Two, he was covered in blood that was not his own. And three, he had defensive wounds on his arm. But his defense was he was in a bar fight or a pool, pool hall fight. I get that. Like I said in the other one, I get it. I've been in a bar fight. I've, been, I've had blood on my leg. Was not my blood. There's a long story to that. We're not going to talk about that on this podcast ever. But I understand. I've had poop on my leg that wasn't I've mine. actually had poop on my leg. That was when I was an EMT, though. Um, I actually oh, had a woman shit in her hand and throw it at me. That sounds fun. No, it was not fun. And Side then someone. Note, if you ever see Father Aiden in public, he loves it when you crawl after him. No, dude. That's my That is his favorite. All right. We're going to go and talk about that real quick. My two fears are when people crawl at me like the grudge and clowns. So if you're dressed in a clown <laughs> outfit and you crawl at me, I swear to God, this. I'm going to do two things. Shit my pants and run or kick you in the face. So I'm, I'm coming to your apartment like this now. Please don't do that. That's, uh, that's my fear. Like, It, the movie It, dude, shut it the fuck down. I actually, <laughs> when, but in the first one when he's like dancing, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. But get back into the episode. The next person I want to talk about is Todd Henderson and the evidence. Evidence? Evidence? The, I'm keeping that in, by the way. Todd Henderson and the evidence against him. One, he beats and he cuts his wife. That's, that's already a bad, bad one right off the rip. Two, he claims he never had a razor, but then his wife... Prove that he did. And if you don't remember, he told the police that he did not have a razor. He's never owned a razor, anything of the sort. However, the day after Sadie Holly's murder, he took a razor to a local barbershop and he said he needed it. He needed for it to get sharpened. It was now dull. They took the razor and he hasn't been able to go get it because now he's in police custody. Todd Henderson was seen at the vicinity of the murder of Sadie Hawley and Lena Sharp. Now, Lena Sharp, if you don't remember, was the woman who was killed, but her daughter was also stabbed. And her daughter was Emma Lou Sharp. Emma Lou Sharp says this, that was the man who stabbed her. So I feel like that's a pretty, pretty good one right there. And also, he was seen running away from the scene of Emma Lou's stabbing, dropping a bloody rag behind him. That's pretty pretty deeming evidence or damning evidence. Why did I say deeming? It's pretty damning evidence. Okay. His defense, if he was a, this, I swear to God, this is what he said. If he was a murderer, he would have killed his wife by now. Oh, he pulled the OJ. He pulled the OJ card. As in, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't kill that bitch. <laughs> but if I did, the second reason is. Uh, why he's at every scene or is, is seen everywhere near the other murders it's because he lives in the area and everyone knows who he is and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on the detective on the case said that was all bullshit for Todd Henderson saying if he lived in the area he would have caught him by now however it was proven that he did live in the area but that's the thing he is in the middle of all the murders. He lives right in the middle. I personally believe he's, if it isn't him, he's involved in this shit somehow. He's still like suspect numero uno for me. He's dead center of all the murders. He has police reports of him attempting to murder his, well, attempting to cut his wife, been arrested for doing so. When the police officers, if he asked, when the police officers asked if he had a razor, he said no. He did. And a, and a razor, like a straight razor, was used to cut the throats of the victims. But to top it all off, a witness came forward and said she saw Henderson coming around the corner, running from the direction of Emma Lou's screams, dropping a bloody rag on the street while running. That is just suspicious as fuck to me. 
that stands out the most. But apparently, they never caught the killer, quote unquote, like, quote unquote, killer. At this point, the police were heavily investigating Henry and Henderson. Yeah. Did that sound like Harry and the Hendersons to you? A little bit. Okay, uh, we're going to say, uh, you know, Huff and Henderson. Nope, that's, got, that's just going to be fucking hard to say the entire time, so we're just going to valley forth. <laughs> Putting all the resources they could at the time, they did in fact dig up more evidence that pointed to one, if not both, having involvements of their murders, mainly the murders of Lena Sharp and Sadie Holly. A lot of the trial that goes against Henry and Henderson focus on just these two. However, all this evidence was circumstantial. It is proven that Henry was with Sadie at the lodging house on that Monday night. And also noted on that Monday night, the night of the murder, she was seen with Henderson at 11.10 p.m. on Decatur Street. During the questioning, Henderson changed the story multiple times and at one point denounced even seeing her that day. As more evidence piled, a man named W. Atchison came forward and claimed he saw Henderson in the area of Holly's murder at 12.55 a.m. Police believe they caught their man. They were advised that all evidence here was circumstantial. Now on to Henry Huff. People have come forward saying not only did they see Huff with Sadie Holly the night of the murder at the lodging house, but claim they also saw him with Henderson with Sadie Holly that night as well. This had the police believing that, hey, maybe these two assholes are working together, or maybe even this. What if they're more than these two? What if they're more than two rippers? While all this is going on, the term ripper was thrown around like hotcakes. Journalists were using every way possible to use the term ripper, saying there was ripper robberies, there was ripper murderers, there was things connected to the ripper. Every crime was the crime of the ripper. For example, on July 18th, a Mary the Ripper headline was released. A woman by the name of Mary threatened and paid multiple visits to another woman whose name was left out, supposedly looking for a man, her husband. She threatened to kill the woman who she was visiting by saying to people, she needn't be scared of Jack. I'm Mary the Ripper and I'm going to get her. Oh. This Mary was known to have a temper and a violent past. When she was arrested, they dug out some of her old crimes some were documented, some she admitted to. Her past include her being tried and arrested for killing a man in Spartanburg, which she was let go on a mistrial. She shot and killed her husband in Augusta, Georgia. She was also tried for having two husbands at once. I didn't know that was illegal. Because Mormons. Well, I don't think Mormons were a thing at that time. Mormons were probably a thing. No, they weren't. I don't think they were a thing. Uh, were Let's they? See. Mormonism started in 1830. Okay, so she may have they been They were a definitely a thing. Okay, well, she still got tried for it. I don't know why, but she still got tried for having two husbands at once. No, One, but I believe Mormons, it's the husband that can have two wives. I don't think the wife can have two husbands. Well, that's just sexist. I mean, technically, you it is illegal to have more than one wife, too. Unless there's a religious reason why you I don't can't think she had a religious re religious reason at all. Because, I think she just like if you because she did. Oh, married, another thing, another thing when they they pushed away because they didn't really give a shit about. She had different aliases, so she that's why she had more than one husband because one husband knew her as one thing and the other husband knew her as another. That makes sense. So that I mean Maybe. that's probably why she was tried. But yeah, she had it's definitely illegal. Yeah, it's definitely illegal. If you try to get married, you have to get completely divorced first. Okay, yeah, so that's that makes more or sense. Or they won't let you do it. But one of her husbands was in Atlanta, and one was in Augusta. And this all came out while she was being tried for the murders of her husband in Augusta. And they were like, wait, I thought you said you had a husband in Atlanta. And she's like, oh, no, that's that's my Augusta husband that I killed. I still got one in Atlanta. And they were like, okay, we need to get this fucking crime. She just killed list. the one she didn't like. Yeah, she just apparently, <laughs> she's going for that old quickie divorce. <laughs> It's easier, and he yeah. doesn't take half the shit. Definitely easier. The man who, she, but this is another funny thing. The man who she was looking for was her husband, and the woman that she threatened to kill was supposedly having an affair with that woman. So it's kind of hypocritical, a little bit. So she can have Wait, two husbands. What? what? So the woman was having an affair on that woman, 
the man was having an affair with the woman and cheating on Mary. Okay, okay. Because so, you said the, the yeah. you confused me because you said the woman was having an affair with the woman. I just I, worded I, it I really stupidly, but that's my fault. What I'm saying is the guy was shagging the woman. Mary was getting pissed. Mary went after the woman instead <laughs> of the husband, which I don't like. I feel like that's more of a betrayal. You know, you should go after the hut. I mean, you've already done it once. So go ahead and fucking do it again. It, it was just whole, the whole thing was hypocritical. And, and then from here, there are ripper robberies, quote unquote. There are a couple of documented break-ins where the only things that were stolen were razors. Which I feel like that's a really stupid... I feel like that's a joke. Like, that's a practical joke, you know? Like, it's you're breaking be. into a house and you're like, Oh, I'm only gonna fucking take the razors. It, it doesn't make any sense. a serial theft? Th- serial thief. There we go. And I'm only gonna... Sp- Steal the spinny tray in the microwave. That is the worst thing I think That's you could do. That's the only thing I'm take. You should take I'm the spinny thing out of the microwave that. and all the batteries out of all the remotes. Yeah, but see, that's a lot of work. Because if you're like me, well, if you're already breaking in, well, like, that's like, a two, I feel like you have to do more. I have a lot of, no, you do one thing. So then and, no, and also really leave the fridge slightly ajar. Just unplug the fridge. And leave it a little open. So you gotta move the fridge spoils. to do that, though. You have to like move the fridge. You know how easy it is to move a fridge, but it, but it's easier to just slightly open the door. Yeah, but why would I do that? It makes the power bill go up. Exactly. I'm a caring criminal. I'm not, <laughs> dude. If I'm a criminal, I'm a criminal, dude. Like I'm. What an asshole. I'm not, I'm not Robin Hood, okay? I fucking I'm doing some shit. I'm not either. I'm keeping it from. I'm gonna have so many spinny trays in my microwave. I bet you can make the good. Sl- Why are we getting so off topic? No, did you know in Japan I stole all of the fire extinguishers? Okay, I'll bite. Why? I was drunk and I felt like it. Okay, and that I, makes more sense. After I did it, I was like, I'm not putting them back. So I had all the fire extinguishers in my room, which was probably a fire hazard, but I did it, was, it anyways. It was. It's an anti-fire hazard if you really think about it. I mean, my room was safe. Yeah, Fuck everybody room, else. Everybody else is fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they stole a few razors, and that, that's about it. Outside of these, you know, little ripper antics, you know, between Mary and the robberies, another big, quote unquote, like another big ripper moment was when a bunch of women freaked out over a tall African American man who walked out of a field at night wearing a black coat, a black hat, and a black shirt underneath. And after the police interviewed the women, they pretty much marked it up as they freaked out over absolutely nothing. They just panicked. And they went on with their fucking day. Even in the police report, they said, hey, this is probably a prank. Let's not go check it, though. They didn't go investigate. That's the thing. The entire Atlanta Ripper case is just subjected to really, really shitty police work. Like, See, like at first, I was like, maybe he should be more famous than Jack the Ripper, but they actually tried to get Jack the Ripper. Exactly. They tried to get Jack like, the they Ripper. They did not try to get this guy. No, out. they did not give a fuck. And you'll see later on, like, I mean, while at the same time, while all this is going on, it's causing protests where they're like, hey, we need more police force out here. And the police are like, we're doing all we fucking can. There are multiple murders from the Atlanta... We're not going to cover these because there's not a lot of information. Like, there's literally murder documented as, like, this bitch dead. Okay. Like, that's it. Like, they're like, this woman died, throat slit, unknown woman. That's all that was in the newspaper. And we're not going to cover those. There are over... 20 bodies at the end of all this 20 bodies that the Atlanta Ripper left behind and only a handful like I think there's 11 where there's a name attached to it isn't that fucking wild like that's just shitty police work they didn't go investigate like oh is there any women missing could this possibly be her the only reason why some of these people were found is because they were like people knew who they were in their community you know, I feel like most police work back then was just shitty in general. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at the Lizzie Borden case. Yes, that is true. But that that so was about 30 like, years before all this. So that's no. When was the Lizzie Borden case? It's like 1890, right? 
I feel like back then... I feel like police work didn't really get good. Like, they didn't start doing shit until probably, like, the 50s and 60s. Yeah, I mean, that's when, like, forensic stuff that forensics started to come out. But, yeah, like, with Lizzie started, Borden like, and, like, here, shit. they thought cocaine was okay. So there's not really, like, a lot of good police were going around. I mean, they did use it in World War One. Yeah, they did. In the trenches. It's, it's just... And especially if it's, like, white police officers investigating the black community, they're really not going to try their hardest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be, we really got to get this guy, even though they act like they did. It's in the book that I read, they did not. And the only time where everyone came out and everyone got together as a community were the white folk when they thought the white police officer died. That was the most they came together. But then right when they went back to, it's a black woman, they're like, well, Dave's on it. And Dave has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, police work really didn't do anything back then until the whole community banded together anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much like, what... They basically took that. They had nothing. There was no way to really search it. They could go around and ask questions, which... I mean, if they did, they probably would have ended up with something. As yeah. Some kind of lead. Like, yeah, it wouldn't have been as easy as it is now. But, yeah. But, I mean, back in episode one, they had, like, really good ideas. Uh, uh, the pasture was, like, get a black detective on the Atlanta police force and put him in the black community and let him talk to his community because they'll be more open to talking to him. And later, we're going we're gonna to discuss what happens when they can't find the killer. And they try to force someone to admit that there's a killer. But, I mean, that was a really good idea. And, two, like... The pastor was like, let's all come together. Let's say everything we know. And let's go talk to these police officers. The police officers weren't even taking like half the shit they were saying seriously. You know, so it's just it really boils down to really shitty police work in the 1900s in Atlanta. But on August 9th, Fulton County Court decided to charge Henry Huff, but also a new suspect by the name of John Daniel. Huff was to stand trial for Sadie Holly, but the information for Daniel was absolute shit. There's actually no information on his arrest, on the investigation, or the trial of Daniel. The only thing they released about him was he was being indicted for a murder that was attributed to the Ripper, saying one of these murders is him. But they didn't say which one, for what reason, how they found out. It was more like they're just kind of pinning it on this guy. The whole time these trials were going on, for almost two whole months, there was nothing from the Ripper. There was no murders. There was nothing resembling of throat slashing, head bashing, and uh, shoe stealing. None of it. Until the morning of August 31st. Marianne Duncan had been found on Blantown, west of Atlanta. She was found near railroad tracks with a throat slit almost ear to ear, and her shoes were missing. Just like the previous murders. But how can this be so? Because there's three other men under investigation. Since it couldn't have been the people in jail, police arrested two other men for the investigation. However, there was no direct evidence for these two men who they left the names out of the paper. One was released but the other was held for having knowledge of the crime. Apparently he had previous knowledge of the crime. He reported something saying this might happen, and it did. Eventually he was let go because they said that he, he just didn't fucking do it. The characteristics of this murder was the exact same of the Atlanta Ripper. The throat was cut. It was the same demographic. The head was bashed. Shoes were missing. But here's the thing. Before this, taking the shoes was never really in the paper. They never really announced saying that the shoes were missing from the body. They felt like it wasn't that important. It was in the police reports, but the papers never said anything. But since they left it out, only a few people within the community and the police knew about it. With all this, the police realized something. Huff, Henderson, and Daniel may be innocent. Well, at least Huff and Henderson. Daniel may... Daniel was never released. He went to jail. They never said... Like I said, they never said for whose murder, for what reason, but they originally thought he was the Atlanta Ripper. While they started to connect all these dots, 
another attack happened. The Ripper attacked, but this time it was a bit more intensity. A cook named Ellen Maddox was walking on her way home from work when she was attacked from behind. Blitz attack, by the way. I don't know if you guys are connecting that. Her head was bashed with a blunt, heavy object. She was beaten so bad, her head was caved in and she almost was unrecognizable. It was actually noted in the paper, her face didn't even look like it was a human being before. The crazy part about this, since Maddox screamed, the Ripper ran away. She survived long enough to be transported to Grady Hospital. While circling the old drain to death, she tried to describe her attack to the police officers. She said, he ran up behind me and hit me, and then she fucking died, <laughs> right? When she was trying to finish the... I shouldn't be laughing, by the way. She died as soon as she was trying to finish the sentence. They could not get any more information out of her because she was a fucking corpse, and they deemed this as another attack of the Ripper. After some time, there was yet another slaying while these three men were in jail. In early November, a few kids found the body of Minnie Wise in a field near Connolly Street. This was pretty much where other victims were found. She was found shoeless, head bashed in, throat cut, but this time it was a little bit different. Her middle finger was cut off. On November 21st, 1911, another body was found, but was sort of buried in a ditch. This was the body of Mary Putman. I do want to note that I think these kills are amping up because of the Ellen Maddox situation. He wasn't able to get gratification for that murder, so he's kind of changing a little bit. He's getting a little bit more angry. He's getting more aggressive. When she was discovered, she was still warm to the touch. Her throat and breast were slashed, and even the killer's handprints were visibly on the ground next to the body. What was even more disturbing about this murder it seemed as though it was in a state of a frenzy. Her heart was ripped out of her chest, laid next to her body, and she was also disemboweled. Her throat was slit, head bashed in, shoes were missing. They brought on a bloodhound to follow a trail, and it took them all the way to the car line, but disappeared right at the street. So this says something. This motherfucker may have a car. Or he hopped on a bus, some sort of public transportation. Now, at this point, Atlanta Mayor Wynn hopped in, saying there's nothing really to fear. Why? Because Atlanta is known throughout the country as one of the most law-abiding cities of its size in the U.S., and the police force are second to none, which is horseshit. With this, the Atlanta Constitution added that the black community knows more than what they're telling police and are refusing to work with the police force and the detectives attached. Another horseshit statement. I feel like I would tell everyone if I knew something. I'd be like, Dave's freaking the fuck out right now. Dave is killing everybody. <laughs> Arrest Dave. If I knew who was doing this shit, I would make sure they're locked up. I haven't seen Dave in like three days. <laughs> then almost immediately, like a day or two after this came out, the Ripper struck again. This young woman was unidentifiable and was found in a gruesome state. The throat was cut so deep the head was almost off. But also, the head was bashed in, and guess what? I'm letting you guess right now. Oh, am I guessing? You're guessing. Her shoes were missing. Her shoes were missing. <gasps> this guy's got a foot fetish. fetish. It's the devil with the foot fetish. The foot fetish devil of Atlanta. <laughs> the foot fetish. What? I wish that was the name instead of the Atlanta Ripper. It is now. It is now. Bitches, the foot fetish devil of We know of who did it. We'll name him. We'll name him. We got it. We get that. <laughs> That's when the police force pointed the finger once again at the black community, saying it's their fault because they're not helping. They've been giving all the information they can and have been begging for the police to catch the murderer. They have been having riots in the streets about this shit. They have had community meetups. Nothing is really being done. Since all these murders were happening, they decided to go back to the current suspects. Henry Huff was let go. He was cut free. They ultimately decided he had nothing to do with this. Everything they had against him was circumstantial. It may have literally just been a bar fight. But Henderson was still being brought to court. 
He's being held for the murder of Sadie Holly, but that's it. No other murders, it's just Sadie Holly. However, I find that kind of weird because Emma Sharp fingered him out of the... I'm not going to say that. That sounds weird. But pointed him out and saying, that's the guy who stabbed me and probably killed my mom. As things progressed, the court did acknowledge that there's an overwhelming amount of evidence against Henderson. However, with all these murders still going on with him behind bars, they said everything was circumstantial and it was all dropped by a grand jury. Henderson was released. After this, there are a few other arrests. One man by the name of Henry Brown admitted to the murders, but was acquitted after because it was revealed that the Atlanta police beat the shit out of him for him to confess to the murders. There it is. Yep, there it is. That is good old police work. <laughs> Just found like his you man. You did it. Just say it. Oh, you don't want to say it? Oh, there goes one kneecap. You want to say you did it? No? Oh, there's the other kneecap. Say, say you did it. What I did not now? do it. There you want to say you finger. did it now? You want a full confession? I'll beat the fuck out of you. You ever been waterboarded? That's pretty much exactly. They did waterboard him. They they waterboarded the fuck out of him. <laughs> well, we get, what do y'all guys feel up to today? We got tacos, so let's not get that bloody. All arrests proven to be innocent and let free, except for the one that we noted earlier and the incarcerated John Daniel. He was arrested for one of the murders. They just put him behind bars and threw away the key. The spree continued into 1914 with a body count of over 20 women. At one point, notes were even discovered by firefighters that were attached to their station all around the city that was believed to be by the Ripper. How he did this was he called in a bunch of fake fires and they all scattered around, leaving the stations unattended. When they got back, they found these notes attached to the door stating he's going to cut the throats of all black women. However, they were all signed Jack the Ripper, so this could be a sick joke. Or it could be a tie-in to Jack the Ripper, where the Atlanta Ripper is mainly a copycat of old Jack here. If you don't know a lot about Jack the Ripper, Jack once left a note saying, Jews will not take responsibility for anything. However, Jews were spelled J-U-W-E-S, so they said that it could reflect the local dialect of the author. And they're trying to say that he's going after the Jews or he's blaming the Jews for these murders. So it's kind of in the same way. But that at that point, a little bit after 1914, there was no bodies discovered. There was no official arrest for the Atlanta Ripper. No one was ever deemed the Atlanta Ripper. However, there are a few theories. So let's go ahead and get into them because this is it. Outside of the un, the women that didn't have a name attached to them, these are all the major kills. What's left now today, we have criminal investigators who are trying to kind of sift through their own archives here and figure out who the killer was or what makes the most sense. There are actually some theories during the time of the Atlanta Ripper that kind of if it fits by the demographics, the the white community and the black community, it fits. So let's go ahead and get into those. The first theory, none of this shit happened. All a bunch of malarkey by the press and police to divide the communities of Atlanta. This ties into the second theory. It wasn't the press or the police lying, but it was the black community lying about all these women being abducted and the press just reporting on it. They said that they wanted the black community to get more police involved into the crimes that were going on. So they, they thought that lying, saying they have a killer on the loose, would get more involvement from the local police. These two theories, to me, are both horseshit. So we're not going to dive into these that much because it's just impossible. There were legit bodies of women who were murdered all in the same way. All head bashed, throat slashed, shoes stolen. You, you, that's not like faking it. These are legit documented cases. So these two, not acknowledging that much. The next one, a shitload of copycats. Dr. Vance McLaughlin states that the hysteria by the initial couple of murders may have spawned in a copycat killer. Or maybe even some people who've always thought about committing a similar crime took it as an opportunity to start a little slaying of their own. Or even maybe people took this as an opportunity to get rid of other people in their lives. Which would explain why 
certain kills were different than the other. We have one, as an example, that was a failed attempt, was the man who came home drunk, attacked his wife with a razor, and then stabbed her multiple times with a pocket knife. He was caught during the day. We have the missing finger. That, that is completely different from the other murders. We have the one that was disemboweled, and the breasts were cut off, and the heart was ripped out. They're, they're different murders. Usually a serial killer sticks his M.O., or he escalates. So could these be an escalation of murder? Or is this it? Is this the work of copycat killers viewing it as an opportunity to claim some bodies of their own? To me, that makes sense. Each murder was very similar, and then it branched off at one point. However, the most common and believable one, it was, in fact, the work of a serial killer. Majority of them were the same man, but there were two, one or two copycats thrown in there. It wasn't just two kills by the serial killer, and then everyone just went batshit crazy with it like the previous theory. But it was all by the main person until he was arrested. They all followed the same demographic of African-American women. Most were domestic servants or cooks. All worked under the late hours of the night. Throat slashed, head bashed, shoes stolen, and they were all in the same, or all took place within the same area. But who was the killer? Or at least the main killer? In this theory, the main suspect in all this with the most evidence against them was Todd Henderson. A man who lived in the middle of all these murders, who changed his story, has wife beater on his criminal record who's cut his wife claimed he didn't own a razor emma lou said that's the fucking guy all of it points to him things were actually dialed down like it was calmed down while he was in jail at this point all the murders were the same until he was arrested and while he was in jail they were escalated so to me I believe this one. I believe this this theory 100% that it was Todd Henderson and some people took advantage of the situation and killed for their own sake. However, there's one last theory that is the exact same as Jack the Ripper. It was a woman the entire time. And that's it. That's all we have for the Atlanta Ripper. The the woman theory is stupid. It was that they felt trusted by walking with women at night, like a, a fellow woman, and she would just slaughter them on the way home. Yeah, that's retarded. That's stupid. That's That ain't it. That's actually, I had to sift through, I googled Atlanta Ripper theories, and those were like on the eighth blog post that I found where this was even a theory. And then they tried to compare everything to the Jack the Ripper. He does have a lot of similarities between Jack the Ripper and... A lot of it is going for a lower class, focusing on women, cutting them up, just like Jack. And I do think that the Atlanta Ripper was copying Jack. I think they took it as an opportunity since Jack the Ripper sort of disappeared. They thought they could probably get all this pinned on Jack, get away with it, which they eventually did. But yeah, that is the Atlanta Ripper. And I now need a shower and a heavier drink. Because holy Mike. shit. Just reading oh, in. Be okay. After all these women getting their head bashed. Like one lady had her head bashed in with a railroad spike. Oh, that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah, but that's, that's like... Like a railroad spike? Maybe she had a headache. I'm going to have nightmares for a little bit. You already so, had one. And it was actually very... I had one, about, about but it's it. about the next topic. Should we go ahead and talk about the... Well, that's not the next topic. It's the topic that I'm going to be covering next. Yeah, sure. Why not? Are, you want to go ahead and announce what the next episode is? No, I don't. Why? Because I'm not 100% sure on it yet. <laughs> well, then I'm not going to announce what I'm going to be doing. But yeah, guys, that is the Atlanta Ripper. I hope you enjoyed diving deep into the archives. This one has a lot more serious tone than what we usually do I just I wanted to cover this because not a lot of people knew that there was a ripper in Atlanta. I, I didn't, and I kind of want to go to where some where some of these murders took place. 
and just like stand around and go, yep. Uh, well, that's where that one was. That's where that one, yeah, that's where that one died. But that is it. We're done with the Atlanta Ripper. The next episode is going to be very Colton heavy. I'm taking a break. My brain needs a rest. And I am excited for what Colton's going to do on his own. He's doing all the research. This is how we're going to be doing it from here on out. We're going to flip-flop the research. Are you happy, wonderful. Bundle? It's going to be wonderful. We're also going to try to release an episode every week. It's going to be it's going to be a doozy, but we've I think we can do bit. it. Just a little bit of a doozy. But I think we can do it. I think if we band together and you do research on one thing, like it kind of gives us two weeks to form an episode each time. So yeah, that that's it. With a few things to say, go ahead and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dwellerarchives and follow us on Twitter at dwellerarchives. Also check us out on Good Pods. Good Pods is a new social media platform for podcasters where you can find all sorts of indie podcasts ranging from true crime, the spooky shit, to sports podcasts, which I think is really stupid, but hey, they're fucking on there, to gaming podcasts. All your podcast needs can be found on Good Pods. We're not sponsored, but they followed us on Twitter and they're also following the podcast because apparently they really like us. Thank you, Good Pods. And also checks out on Instagram at Dweller Archives as well. My name is Aiden. The fucking done with this shit and I really need a rest. And he's still recovering from Stranger Things. I am still recovering from Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm going to cry a little bit. A little bit more That's tonight. Okay. You'll be okay. And who are you? I'm Father Meow. Father Meow. It's Father Colton. Father Colton. Father Colton. So, yeah, if you guys haven't, be sure to five-star this shit on Apple Podcasts, favorite it, and follow it on Spotify. And we're also might be on Amazon Music very soon. Try it on if that you're one. If you Elden Ring, come help me. <laughs> yeah, if, you're good, if you want to play video games with us, it, fucking join the Discord. We have a link tree up, and that links to our Discord. Also, you can go to Patreon.com and become a $1 Patreon supporter and get access. But you can also do it for free because we don't believe in all that. Exactly. But also to note, we have released a little bit of stuff on the Patreon. We took down the Darky Kelly episode here and we uploaded it strictly on to Patreon so you guys can get the special episodes there. Okay. We're going to be releasing some special episodes there. And also this weekend... Colton is going live on Twitch for the first time on the Dweller Archives Twitch channel. So be sure to check that out as well. All right. It's going to be awful. It's going to be awful. All right. Well, that's it. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.